Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always, fan listeners, I am your host, Adam, and I, of course, am joined by your favorite co-hoster in his brand new hot rod, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. How are you, buddy? Feels like a price, right? Yeah. (laughs) A brand new, new car. car! Except you didn't bid $1. No, I did not. I <laughs> bid a lot of dollars. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, yeah, so so as, tell as, us about so it. I, I will explain the uh, what had happened. So as I mentioned on last week's show, uh, I brought my car in on the 31st of October to the, the fine folks at, at Moncton Honda. Um, lovely, lovely service. The service advisor is, is, is top notch, I must say. Hashtag not a sponsor. Um, the, the check-in... Uh, was was extremely professional. Perfect. Um, however, the result of the aforementioned <laughs> safety inspection um, was not in my favor. Um, now, I didn't put together the pricing of everything that needed fixing. Um, <laughs> but there, I did. Yes. And it was probably in the $2,000, $3,000 range. Yeah, it was about maybe, 3000 Maybe more. Yeah. Um, and some of the work couldn't even be done. Essentially, there was some stuff I had to take to a body shop. Yeah. Uh, and it couldn't be done at a, at a dealership or a mechanic. It was, it was some body work that needed <laughs> done. Speaking of body work, man, oh, geez, you've been working out? Yes, sir. All right. I can tell. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Power DVD. <laughs> I'm here to pump you, you up. up. Uh, yeah, so um, more of the story is I could have paid said $3,000, but I would have or, had to pay it out yeah. in 14 days because yeah. anything past 14 days is considered driving illegally. So I was like, okay, well, three grand or more a month before Christmas, um, a week before my daughter's and my wife's birthday, um, or... Just go out and get a new car. So I decided to go out and get a new car. Now, when I say new, it is used. Now, you did look at new Hondas, but unfortunately, they weren't going to be into like March. Yeah. So I looked like, at Hondas. I looked at Mazdas. I looked at, uh, you know, maybe an SUV. Uh, but everything is on back order. Yeah. Right. There's you, you can't you drive by a dealership right now. Like these parking lots are empty. It's all used cars. Yeah. And uh so really, I didn't want to pay three thousand dollars to only drive that for a few more months, then get a brand new car. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got myself a twenty eighteen Mazda three white, fully loaded. Um, you name it, it's it's it comes with it. I'm very happy with my purchase. Yeah, so far so good. To get winter tires with it? Nope. <laughs> so. Uh, we, I'll keep that appointment for you. Well, uh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I checked the um, the the tire size. Yeah. Of this particular vehicle, and I checked everywhere, and winter tires are almost unheard of. Like I, I checked the Canadian Tire, and the only brands they have in that tire size are mm-hmm. Michelin's, and is it Pirelli or Ferrelli? Pirelli. Pirelli. And they're like three hundred and fifty dollars per tire. What kind per. of size do you have? It's uh, two. Is it two forty-five? Um, it's a is it two fifteen forty-five eighteen? 
Yeah. So I, I, I think I might just uh, chance it with the all seasons because I drove my my car with all seasons yeah. last year, um, and I, I got to say, like, I felt they it was a better. I felt more comfortable driving with all seasons on in the winter than I did driving with winter tires on. Hmm. So I'll I'll see how it uh, I'll see how it works out. Interesting. Uh, but um, yeah, I've never not had winter tires. Like I know it's, it's well, you're from Alberta, right? That is true. Which. Yeah. Um, Remember, like about a month ago, when we were cold, mm-hmm. and we weren't fans of it in October, and we were like, "This is not." And I said, "Well, you know, it could be cold this week, and then mm-hmm. you know, two weeks later, it'll be plus twenty-one." Mm-hmm. Well, it's plus twenty-one, and I'm not complaining about it. Um, we left the hockey game Sunday night, and I was like, "I swear to God, it's nicer right now than it will be in April when we finish in the playoffs." Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's unbelievable in Calgary. Speaking of Alberta. <laughs> As of Monday, it is minus 17 with a low, uh, feels like minus 26. Oh, my God. Um, And they've got snow all day Monday, and they were into snow on, uh, so they're done. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So when you hear this, so when tonight and Thursday was a high of minus 14 and a low of minus 27. So I get that it's going to come here. Um I mean, it's going to turn when, by the time you hear this, it's going to be plus seven and a low of minus one, but then Thursday, Friday is plus 13. So, um, yeah, I, if I were you with your winners, like being 18s, can't find them anywhere. Um, you can always, and maybe not right now, but check the marketplaces for 17 inch winter wheels Mm -hmm. and winter tires. A, it's cheaper. Yes. Uh, and B, when you change it over year after year, you're not stretching the tires, which makes your tires actually last longer. So I, the guy at the dealership mentioned that. So. Um, it's probably what I'll, the I mean, guy at the dealership yeah, sits beside a dude for 36 weeks who knows tires inside and out has been in the business for 19 years. And the dude at the dealership, Adam, what's tires in French? <laughs> Penews. Penews. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I, it's, it was funny when you were talking to me about, uh, everything, how you like, it's got lane keep assist. It's got adaptive cruise. It's got heated steering wheel. I'm like, so it's just got stuff that you get on new cars because you had this the, the one you had was 2012 like yeah. in six years that's how far yeah it came how does uh avery like the new ride she likes it yeah, yeah. yeah she loves More the room? uh is it bigger than your old one or kind of the same it's, size? I, I think it's probably about it seems she has more room in the back seat right um now uh, I could probably tell you just because, uh, you know, the wife and I tested it out. Hey, uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. PG show. Yeah. Um, it feels it feels like it's it's got a bigger feel to it. Yeah. It feels like, you know, like longer, but not. I mean, you know, I'm going to start saying, uh, <laughs> you know, dimensions said. here and <laughs> yeah. it's going to start to sound <laughs> like a little bit of it an seems, inappropriate. Yeah, it seems bigger. It seems bigger um, by about six inches <laughs> and uh like that's lengthwise yeah and it also seems like it's got some girth to it on the you know the uh left to the the left to right yeah also yeah. probably about five six right. so i say about six inches longer and six inches thicker than uh than the 2012 version Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. I'm so, assuming they give you a full tank of gas, so you haven't filled yeah, it up yet. Full tank. Uh, you still haven't filled about, it up yet, eh? No. Nope, no. Nope. Nope. It's two two hundred k- kilometers left on it, and um, bumper to bumper warranty up to hundred and forty thousand kilometers. Everything covered. 
um, except for oil changes and tires. And you got to go back there? Uh, no, no. I, it's like um, Mazda? No, there's. Oh, I think there's, uh, I guess, um, I'm, I'm going to mention Morrison's Family Motors again later on in the yeah. show. Um, but uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, very much a spoiler alert. They work with this warranty company called Canada, I think I believe it's called Canada General. Oh, okay. And yeah. um, Third-party warranty. Yeah, so they're the only, this is what they told me, they're the only dealership, I think, in Atlanta, Canada, that deals with Canada hmm. General. Uh, so there's three um, mechanics around um, southeastern New Brunswick that I can bring my car to and say, oh, this is broken, I also have this warranty, fix the damn thing right now, I'm not paying and um, and like they'll do it. Yeah, so it's uh, no time limit, 140,000 kilometers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was an old lady's car, right? She drove it to church, and she drove it to get groceries. Oh, can't be better than that. And, you know, no accidents. So, yeah, yeah. you know, 2018, there was just over 30,000 kilometers on it, so you're, you're looking you're at You're basically getting a 2020. Yeah. Like, it's, it's brand. It's, That's uh, the best car to buy is the sweet yeah. old lady's car who just takes it grocery shopping or... Whatever it doesn't go all over the highway, so exactly. seems like a win. Well, congratulations! Thanks so on, much. Uh, yeah, getting a new car, slightly being forced into getting a new car. That's. Uh, I mean, you were going to get it at some point, but I always I was going to drive my blue one until it died. It did. And like I said last week, you know, it wasn't dead, but it was on life support. And sometimes when you, whether you love a family member or you don't, you just want to pull the co- <laughs> pull the cord. And uh, I decided <laughs> to pull the cable. Yeah, and everybody seems to be happier oh, yes. for it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Well, yeah, I mean that's that was. That was a fun week. I was I'm living through you for that. I I didn't have anything fun and exciting like that for the week other than going to hockey games. So that's it. Yep. That's there you go. Uh, that's perfect. All right. Don't forget, as always, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Monkton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, TikTok Wildcast Podcast. And now YouTube, we're live after each game of the post game show. Already up to sixty five subscribers. So that's fifteen better than last week. So it's slowly coming. I'm gonna get into the phone calls. It's been a process. If anybody listening to this show knows anything about myself and technology through this five-season, six-season process, it's going to take a little bit. Um, But it is coming, so keep hitting the subscribe button. If you're hearing this now, go to YouTube, hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the post-game shows. I don't have a quick question unless you have a quick question off the top of your head. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? No idea. Okay. All right. On to the next segment. All right. News and notes. News and notes from around the queue. Well, no Eagles trades to report. Uh, we did have a suspension. Uh, Valdor, Charles Antoine Beauregard. Uh, inappropriate language. So I feel like that is part of the whole getting certain things out of the game. Of course, we never know what he's going to say. But mm-hmm. good to see the queue with all the Hockey Canada stuff uh, being a leader in this and mm-hmm. they've been for the past while, well, I believe we had one last year where the guy was suspended for th- two or three games mm-hmm. for the same thing. So, you know, I, I applaud the, the queue again. We're never going to know what he said, whether it was what, just whatever it was, but good to see the queue kind of taking a step forward and kind of leading the CHL in zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. I agree. But also looking at this, uh, Failure to follow the player safety measures. Yeah. Fine to the Cape Breton Eagles. On yeah. Hey, Pat, what was that? Did they let Andrew Barrington in the dressing room or something? I mean, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> He's a good kid. He is. He's a good kid. <laughs> but that's uh, five weeks in a row now you've put him on the show. I tell you, man, it's, yeah. it's going to be a weekly thing. 
I, and I can't he, wait. He deserves every second of every shutout every yeah. every week. Yep. Yeah, he's got uh, he's he's an idea guy for sure. Um, Scholastic Player of the Month for October, Anthony Hamel. Uh, Nerd. <laughs> there was. Of the Wildcats. And then you get to the uh, Videotron Team of the Week before we get to Jeremy's Team of the Week. And I know that you all missed it last week. Uh, Riley Kidney from the Bathurst Teton. Two games played, four goals, three assists. Ivan Ivan of Cape Breton, two games played, no goals, six assists. Joshua Waugh of Sherbrooke, three games, two games, three goals, three assists. Uh, David Spachek of the Phoenix, two games, one goal, three assists. Nicolas Savoie of Quebec, three games, two goals, two assists. And Nathan Gervaux of Victoriaville, 2-0, 967 save percentage, one goal against. And your player of the week is, of course, from Bathurst, Riley Kidney, two games, four goals, three assists. Sir, your Wildcast Podcast oh Team of the goodness. Week. Holy Coming back God. with a fury. Oh, there we go. Um, all right. Well, um, at first glance, I just realized I only have one defenseman here, so we're on the PK this week, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what you get. We're on the switch PK. it up every now and then. We yep. are on the penalty kill for yep. the for the week, and um, yeah, at, uh, by the looks of it, we're going with three forwards and one D, so we must be on a PK late in the game there, and we're trying to trying to get, tie the game. We're trying, trying to, to make, tie the game make up. Things on happen. The PK. Yeah. yeah. Um, so starting with the uh, in goal, we have Mister. Charles Antoine Lavallee, former Wildcat, um, named captain yeah. of the Saganines for the month of November, which I thought was different and very cool. Yeah, I don't. Has there ever been a goalie captain? I mean, uh, Luongo in Vancouver, mm-hmm. but I don't think there has ever been a CHL goalie captain. I don't believe so. And if uh, anybody has heard or seen of this, please let us know because. Like I said, this is very different. And it's uh, the SAGs are doing like a captain of the month. Like they're not yeah. just going with A's. They're If you're a leader and you show leadership, you get to be a captain for a month. I think that's pretty cool for your whole team to kind of see who's got leadership skills in them and, mm-hmm. and, and lead for, for a month and have all well, the C on their jersey, I would imagine, mm-hmm. for most players. Maybe not Lavalet, but yeah, that was very cool. Um, on D, this is my only defenseman on the PK. What do they, what do they call it uh, in the NFL draft where, where you're the last pick, Mister Irrelevant? Mister Irrelevant, that's it. So Jared Cosman is Mister Irrelevant of the 2019 QMJHL draft. He was picked 252nd overall. Wow! And he's going into his third or fourth year in the league. So we we talk a lot about uh, the Wildcats getting, uh, you know, good players late in the draft. Yeah. Well, Talk about uh, we don't we don't have the last player ever picked in the draft going into his you know playing his third season in the in in the league. I mean that's just I mean what what can you say? That's that's pretty that's pretty cool. That's yeah, well uh, quite uh, quite the accomplishment. Um, okay, going on to the forwards here. Um, Joshua Lawrence, obviously you know Cape Breton Eagles legend here. <laughs> yep. Um. All because of Sunday's performance against Moncton. Three goals, one assist. Um, pretty good. Really good. But somehow managed to come out of the game as a minus two. <laughs> really? Yep. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I guess because I don't think power play is a plus minus nope, stat. Sure not. So, <laughs> it yeah. is definitely not. <laughs> um, Tommy Cormier in Victoriaville, um, who is quietly almost a goal per game player. Nice. Which I did not know of. 
And lastly, Yoan Loshing reasons pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can and I agree. can agree. Yep. 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 Can and I'm sure there's a few listeners out there that also understand yep. why he's on this list yep. of, for my team of the week. Absolutely. So, I just realized the 2019 draft because the years kind of meshed together. That was the one we were at. Yes. And I think and we were back. gone by the time Jared Cosman got picked. No, I think we stayed the whole time. We stayed the whole time? We stayed the whole time. Well, I don't remember that. We had the uh, had intermission two, poutine, a couple beers, and we stayed the whole time. I had one we too many. We didn't go live uh, the whole time, I, but we stayed the whole time. I had one too many two-liter bottles of uh, hard apple cider <laughs> from Superstore and uh, too many yeah. 10 a.m. beers at the Videotron Center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you finished two of those bottles, didn't you? That was pretty damn close. In the uh, in the night before podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I was and, then, and, then you, Jesus. and then you walked somewhere and got poutine with Megan. While I was that's put, right. While I was home putting the show together at our, our Airbnb, yeah, and I was like, and the trying Raptors to be, were playing, yeah, it yeah, like, yeah. It was game five or game, game five, six. five or six, I yeah. think. Uh, no game, because they won in game six, because so that was because that was the finals. So I think it would have been like game three, three or four. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember you came home, just man, that poutine was good, gunned. And I'm trying to fit, like nicely put the show together and get rid of all the uhs and the spaces. And I'm just like, forget this stuff. It's live in, in middle of the night. Click. But credit to you. You uh, you don't get you don't get hung over. No man. You were up, ready to go. Like if I had drank as much as you, uh, you would have been doing the live at the draft by yourself. I'd have been like, who we pick? I can handle my booze, man. It's, yeah. It's um, that's why. Bring back in person drafts. <laughs> Bring yes. back in-person drafts. Yes, absolutely, because that's, I mean, that was just a very fun event, and I don't want to just go to one in my life. I'd like to go to a few more um, as we go. Very good uh, Wildcast podcast, PK Team of the Week. That's well right. done. Uh, maybe next week we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll see. One of, the, one of these weeks we're going to do a, uh, we're going we're gonna to be pulling for an extra attacker. Yeah, here. pull the goalie. So uh, we'll, we'll try to get every possible scenario into uh, as a Team of the Week. I like it. Yeah. All right, let's get into the weekly rewind. Weekly Rewind. Well, not as much fun as uh, we've had the past couple weeks. The Wildcats go one and two on this uh, three and four set uh, with losses to the Isles and the Dracar before beating the Armada to make their record 9-5, 0-1 for 19 points. Second in the Maritime still and third in the conference, although uh, the Dracar are tied with us. Thursday night, 3-2 uh, up in Charlottetown. Let's be honest, we got lapended. Um, that guy is, he's George Matthew calls him the franchise or Corey Arsenal. One of those two calls mm-hmm. him the franchise for a reason. Uh, you know, I said at the, at uh, the final tweet PS trade him soon out of the division. Um, and that's just a goaltender that I don't think we're going to have success against. We've beaten him once out of, I think the last nine tries we've gotten him. And that was because Jonathan Lemieux stood on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dynamite for them. Um, he's That's what a 20-year-old goaltender is supposed to do. LaBelle was was good, uh, putting the puck in the net. And unfortunately, he took a penalty that obviously a tough one, 200 feet from your net. And uh, a goal goes off Hamel's skate, and it's a 3-2 Islanders victory. I mean, you just kind of figured that would be the team. If there's going to be a team that's going to stop that point streak, the Islanders behind Frankie LaPena, that's what happened. And, and we got LaPena. Like, we played well enough to win that hockey game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and you're right. Like, he's he is one of those players that he needs to be moved soon. Um, set the tone. Like, you know, there's there's we, we there, there's got to be a trade that's made that's kind of 
the market setter. The market setter that's going to tell us, okay, well, here's what's this is what a twenty year old goalie is going to be worth. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, he is that he is that that trade. Um, now there's rumblings out of Gatineau that there could be a bomb, uh, bomb go off this week. So you don't wonder if maybe that's um, potentially what. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for with the my bomb pick is. to get to the final um, because I, I, if they add him, I mean they just lost six to two and they outshot the team. Mm-hmm. I think I was talking to somebody. Yeah, they they lost to Valdor six to two. I know we were talking about the Islanders and the Wildcats, but they yeah. outshot them thirty six to thirty and lost six to two. That's yeah. I guess my that's only a thing... recipe for a, uh, a trade. And I know that Ty Austin wasn't playing for him, but Depatie is just. Not they need done. a yeah. He's yeah. just not getting it done, and it's it's kind of like St. John last year, where they brought in Lemieux, and he just wasn't what they needed, so they had to go get goaltenders. Mm-hmm. And I know St. John was just rifling through goaltenders, but Gatineau they've got a two year window, but they need goaltending. Yep, they really do. And um, I know we're kind of going off track here, but uh, you know, just keep an eye on, on Gatineau this week. Yeah, there could be dun, 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 a significant dun, dun, dun. development there um but yeah you're right this was uh, i liked your use of the of the verb lapenid <laughs> lapenid yeah lapenid um, lapenid uh that's basically what happened here he made some made some saves but at the same time it wasn't the best game uh i found there there were some passes that were off there they didn't get any puck luck is, yeah, is what yeah. i would yeah. was what i would call it and uh, they've they've been getting puck luck most of the year. The ice in Charlottetown always sends to me. It's always like I don't know if I, I just see many time I every time I watch any time I watch a game in Charlottetown, the puck bounces off a stick more than I I see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it's just a coincidence or if I only notice it in in Charlottetown. But because it's Charlottetown. Because it's Charlottetown. And they've they've just had goalies over the years that have just dominated Moncton, yeah. You know, and it's you just you just can't wait to get rid of these goalies. Like there's Lapena, but even then you're gonna get your next one, right? Like yeah. Who's the next? Like it was yeah. for like since I've been here, it was Ellis. Mm-hmm. It was Welsh. Then it was Ellis. Ellis. Then it's Lapena. Lapena. It goes. I mean, I go back all the way to the Matt P- McDonald, P- the PEI Rocket days when they had yeah. Ryan Muir or Antoine Bibeau. Or they just they just Matt always McDonald's. yeah they 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 is Ma- Mason McDonald's. Mason McDonald yeah. Yeah, yeah they just always seem to have a goalie that performs well against Moncton and and shuts the door and it's it's, it's quite frankly it's a piss off yeah because it, it just it's just one of those buildings where the the Islanders play that certain gritty way that mm-hmm. Holton way and they, it it's like they drag you into the mud yeah and that's exactly what they drug Moncton into the mud and they couldn't. Le- LaBelle was doing his best, but there's just that penalty. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, – it's, it's one rink I just can't stand playing in. Yeah. Um, and it's it's Halton hockey, right? Yeah. Um, also, um, I guess while we're talking about Halton, Halton yeah. uh, we're going to give a shout-out to uh, Lucas, yeah. of course, who's uh, – I got to get it up here because I forgot uh, the name of it, but it's uh, – you know, it's um, – Hockey with Halty uh, Yeah, Hockey podcast, with uh, Hockey media. with Halty. Um, going off to uh, Ontario next Bracebridge, year. Bracebridge, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Bracebridge. Going out to Ontario next year to play some ball um, for the Muskoka Outlaws Baseball Academy. 
in Bracebridge, Ontario. So nice. uh, good job, Lucas. One of my best friends is from Bracebridge. Part of the uh, Maritime Podcast Division. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to uh, to Lucas. And um, yeah, that's uh, we're getting on topic here, but yeah, Charlton's always got on my nerves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, trade him out of the division. Get him out of here quicker rather than later. Um, speaking of goaltenders, congratulations to you. Uh, the tweet from the the Leafs. Yes, the Marlies. I I messaged you that like we because Layla's a Leafs fan and because the they keep putting the Oilers on in the afternoon, which is great for me in the Atlantic. Not so much for them because they're garbage <laughs> in afternoon games. Um, we watched the Oilers game, then we had a break, then we watched the Leafs game, and Samsonov got hurt. And their backup came in for the third period, and I messaged you and said, "By the way, you get up earlier than I do, so pay attention for Keith Petruzzelli." Yeah. So, isn't it ironic? Okay, Atlantis Morissette. Don't you think that? I think in the six years, five or six years, we've been doing the show. That's the first time I ever brought up Keith Petruzzelli's name. Second, second time. Yeah, because okay. you did it one time last year, just. When we were talking about Moncton Legends, um, when we were okay. talking about the draft picks that we missed on, right? Uh, so pretty much yeah. the same, the same topic. Yeah. And the one I mentioned his, his name on last week's show, and then what do you know? He's signing an NHL contract and going to make his NHL debut probably sometime this week. Yeah. Uh, just call me psychic because it's <laughs> just I can't think. I mean, who's next? Like, is Pelche going to get called up this week? You know, like uh, that'd be awesome. It would be awesome, um, but I don't think I don't. He's not off to. I hate to say it, not a great start this year. Yeah, but um, you try playing in that rink. Yeah, Flames yeah. aren't off to a great start either, are they? Yeah, well, it's, and so, I, I, I'm just asking. I don't. They're not doing great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> kind of dump. Um, but no, honestly, like it's. Am I supposed to just start naming former Wildcats now? We're gonna make NHL debuts and. Lo and behold, they're going to make their NHL debut. <laughs> that so. would be pretty awesome. But uh, no, that's uh, that was pretty cool. I, yeah. that's, um, I I got your message and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll keep an eye for that. Yeah, Elliot Friedman said it, and then the Marlies. You see the video? Yeah, where he gets where he where finds, he finds out. out. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but Charlottetown, you suck. I <laughs> yeah. hate you. Yeah, trade I don't Le like Pena. you at all. Trade Lapena quickly. Uh, Remove get... the bridge fee. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Um, then we get into Friday. Um, except George Matherings and Corey Arsenal. No, we we like you guys. Um, Baycomo, 4-3 victory over the Wildcats. Again, I played pretty well. Um, a seven-minute seven stretch in the third period. Um, Vincent Collar got uh, Baycomo the lead. Um, on one, Steinman's probably going to want back um, as it kind of got through his blocker arm, um, just kind of squeaked through. You know, Moran scored the goal. Kept a minute. They had their chances. They were on the power play. They had a ton of chances late. Um, just couldn't find the next one against Olivier Adam. And was that you that was talking last week that they just have left-handed goaltenders? We faced three this weekend, all weekend. We faced no. Lapena, Olivier Adam, and Gravel. <laughs> I think that was you that said maybe it was no, no it, it was Layla was, that it said was, they me. always seem to have goalies that uh, catch the other way. Mm-hmm. We finished. We faced three. So maybe by the third time we figured out left-handed goaltending because it's a little bit of a mind mess. But, um, I mean, your rookie of the year, um, Malofsky. Malofsky. <sighs> Smooth skater. Yeah. Um, made a decent play to La Rochelle. Um, 
you know, he was on the ice. It's it did suck, and I said this in in the post game show. This is the time when it does suck that we only get the team once because Justin Poirier is at the U17s, so mm-hmm. we don't get to see him. And I was pretty excited to go see him. In fact, I talked about him last week and then realized he was at the U17 yeah. camp. Yeah. Um, I mean, this would be kind of a cool time to see them again, uh, just see him with the lineup. But Baycomo's got a good team. They they were a good team. They're going to be – they they will be a good team. Yep. Um, but I mentioned this before. I just – they can't take that – next step right they can they can load up but they just i don't know if it's it's i don't know if it's just playoffs or what but they just seem to crumble when it comes to the playoffs and mm-hmm. i mean we can i mean we've seen it happen right we 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 made them crumble in a and you know when a, a few years ago so yeah. um no they're they're look i mean they're doing really well like they they still they draft really well they use their assets um the way they should be but they just they have a hard time finding that next step and for a small market team, if you want to make money, you got to win, and um, so they've they've got to start winning. Yeah, because uh, it's it's a small town, right? What I think we mentioned last week, there's 20, only like twenty thousand people, and the rink fits three thousand. So you're literally getting every seventh person in the town goes to a game. I mean, it's kind of what junior hockey like market is all about. Yeah, right? like but if that if that number starts to dwindle, yeah, yeah. I mean they're going to be in trouble and. Uh, it's a passionate fan base. Um, they bring their air horns. They can say some things that we shouldn't be saying on this <laughs> show. Um, yep. And you know, it's if I'm if I was a maritime kid, I mean, it, it's a. Uh, I think it'd be a great place to play, and it's um, you know, we, we've seen we know the hashtag. You know, we'll report to to Bay Como and. Yep. Uh, there's there's some players who haven't decided not to, and there's some players who have, and and they're they're making they're making it good. Like Justin Poirier is going to be a star in this league, mm-hmm. and you know if it if he would have been Malosky's a lost, he's going to be a star. Yep. What the hell voice was that? <laughs> that was half my lost. would have been a star. <laughs> that was me finishing oh. the drink while talking at the same time. So yeah, I was like Malosky as I was trying to swallow the coke. I was you like, want Malosky. some candy? Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> really hoping you didn't quite get caught off guard by that, but uh, you eventually did. But yeah, I I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with uh, that. And then we faced our third left hander in three nights. Um, you get a goal. You get a goal. You get a goal. Um, an eight five goal fest. It wasn't a goalie battle by any means, but Moncton was undisciplined, and they were. Luckily, able to outscore their problems in this one. They had 43 shots, and they weren't on discipline where they took a ton of. Um, what are you looking for a pen? No, oh, you lost your poppy. Yeah. You're watching us on the YouTube. We're looking for his poppy. It's gonna, it oh, there it is. It's like you're going to move one time. It's going to jam you in the leg. Um, they were undisciplined in the fact that when Moncton had a power play, Barbashev takes a you can't do that sticking uh, penalty that they called a slash. Um, Alexi Daniel doesn't just drop the helmet, kind of tosses a little bit, gets the extra two minutes. And Josh Lawrence was on fire. And, you know, we talked about Eagles legend and Josh Lawrence coming into this one. And, you know, and uh, I think it was our, your first season, preseason, he was scoring at will at Moncton. And we thought he was going to be, you know, a dangerous player. I mean, he had 100 points last year. But they, the biggest thing for me in this one, and it, you were watching the highlights before we came on here. Braden Schmidt scores with 
seven seconds left. Off a draw. They lose the draw. The puck goes back to the defenseman, across to Schmidt. Nobody dives at it. Nobody dives to block the shot. It gets past Philly on. Last year, Moncton loses his hockey game 8-5. Mm-hmm. Because even then, you're 4-4 there. Josh Lawrence comes out, scores on the power play to make it 5-4. Moncton rattles off four straight. Last year, it's 8-5, 8-6 for Blaineville. Moncton kind of pushes. but I, And I, I was really impressed with the fact that after that late goal, which is the it's the worst to give a goal in the last minute, but under a second, this team was resilient enough to come out and get the victory in the third period. Yeah, and, and the third period was probably one of their best periods they've played, you know, almost all yeah. season. Right? They were they were all over the puck and it seems like every time they got a they had a scoring chance it was it was in the back of the net. And that's I mean, against a good team like like Blainville, if you wanna you know, win some games that you're, you know, maybe not supposed to in 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 the second half. I mean, yeah. that's a team you're going to want to, you know, you're going to want to be optimistic and take advantage of your chances. And and they did that in the third period. And that's that was probably Alexi Daniels' best game. Yeah, you know, as as a Wildcat. Friend of the um, show. Yep. Um, and you're uh, there's probably Miles Mueller's maybe his best player. Oh, yeah, best game as a Wildcat. So that's the that's the you know you. That's the scoring by committee, right? That's where you're gonna win games, and 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 you know when your top players aren't exactly, uh, maybe they're getting shadowed, maybe they're being you know uh, covered well defensively. Well, you need your third and fourth line to step up, and this is a prime example of of, of where it happened. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know when the Swiss uh, scouts for the World Juniors are coming, mm-hmm. but if they showed up at the Halifax game, and if they showed up for this one or watched those two games. Those were two of Miles Mueller's. I mean, he's been good steadily for the year, mm-hmm. but these were two of his best games. Like mm-hmm. he was, he was everywhere. I think he was eight for eleven on the faceoff dot. Like he's just, it's clicking for him. Would right? it be like, too much of a dad joke to call him a Swiss Army a Swiss Army knife? No. Like I mean, he's he's literally just. It's exactly the kind of chocolate his uh, mom gave us. It was a little Swiss Army knife of chocolate. Oh, so I didn't get no chocolate. You weren't there. <laughs> When she comes back for the World Juniors, she'll bring chocolate. She better. Yeah. I want Swiss everything. <laughs> chocolate. Well, don't. Just remember cheese. from last year, man. Don't anger her. Swiss right? cheese. Swiss cheese. Swiss, cheese. Swiss cheese. No, Swiss chocolate, bro. Yeah, Swiss chocolate. Um, no, it's absolutely. We can hashtag Swiss Army Knife. We'll just call him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did another one. <laughs> well, the, just you're the hashtag guy. but um, Or the Swiss Army Knives because we have Ty Bell. Oh, nice. There we go. The two of them. Yeah. Perfect. He had a good one, too. Um, yeah, this was a bottom six game for us. Like, mm-hmm. And that's you're going to need those every now and again. And, again, I, I talked about it on the live yesterday or Sunday. I don't understand how a hit from behind is two minutes. And So I watched that tweet you put out. Yeah. And I can kind of get where it's at two minutes because – to me, I kind of look like the guy slowed down a little bit. Yeah. But again, he can come in and he can wrap and go for the stick, like yeah. always, right? But he just kind of goes through Mercier. And that's where I, I understand why it can be two minutes. I just don't understand when it changed. And this is old guy yelling at the clouds. Back in my day, mm-hmm. it was five in a game for a hit from behind. And it, it starts from the league above because that Saturday Oilers-Stars uh, game, uh, I can't remember who it was. Hit, uh, oh, this would be really helpful if I could 
uh, hit Fogel from behind, hits him from behind, like drills him into the boards. So then uh, Hyman comes skating over in a charge, like full on right at Pavelski, hammers him kind of from the side, almost from the and the penalty is the guy that gives Hyman a, cr- a slash to the leg. Okay. Doesn't call the hit from behind, doesn't call the charge, but calls the slash to the legs. It's like, what are we like? What are we doing? And I, that's the problem is the checking from behind. Mercia has no idea that's coming. Mm-hmm. But if Mercia squares up in a fight with a player, five and a 10 minute misconduct, because that's what they're trying to get out of the game. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And then he almost gets taken out with a uh, hip check. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just so elusive, mm-hmm. right? And I so thought this was one of his best games. Yeah. He, and I mean, if, if he's. I don't know if him playing, obviously playing fourth line is a demotion, um, but I don't, I don't want to say it's a demotion, but he's, he's going to have to find a way to get himself back into that top six because he, he needs to be playing there. Uh, and if he's not playing there, you know, in the second half, I'm concerned if yeah. he will be here long-term. Yeah. Right. Cause you know, he's, he and he knows, Dan was trying to move things around, and Mercier was up uh, on the third line. Cole was down on the fourth line, and it was like kind of a earning your ice time within the game. Mm-hmm. And Mercier had the wrap around on the Mueller goal. Mm, was yeah, it Mercier did the, the Mercier did the wrap around. Yeah, and I, you know, that was one of his best shifts. He was physical. He was getting the puck to the net. Um, I, I'm with you. Like I thought it was one of his best games, and maybe the fact that he was a healthy scratch the night before kind of motivated him to to make some things happen but mm-hmm. he's he's just too talented of a player to be on the fourth line and I know that depth is a good thing to have and having skill on the fourth line with a a power forward like Gabe and a faceoff guy a 200 foot guy like Lounsbury that's exactly what you want in a group but I just don't have I just don't see Mercy down there like he, he needs to be up and maybe OJ's injury they're kind of almost the same player you could slide mm-hmm. Mercy right up there right yeah, but at the same time, like, who are you going to take out now, right? Because you've got Barbashev and I think Baudouin, who are your two normal. Well, Baudouin has, put, has been playing on his off wing, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I think you got to find a spot for him in the top six. Like he's that's that's probably that's where he's going to be, you know, next year and the year after that. So you need to. Start well, he can go up where OJ and be Baudouin, Tybell, and and uh, Mercier. Yeah, and give that 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 could be your second line. I mean, essentially, at least to give I, it a try. I, I hate to say it, but we're one injury away from him being back in the top six. That's true. Like it's that's true. I hate to say it. Yeah, but it's it, it's true. We're you know we're one suspension away, or we're, we're one, um, you know, trade away. You never know, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's anything can happen, and um, he's you know there's one, one we're basically one roster move away from him being back in the top six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so obviously, by the time you hear this, we've already played Halifax. So we don't need to talk about that one. Um, we got two this weekend: Drummondville, who we see again, who was the team that uh, kind of righted the ship for Moncton back on October ninth. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get uh, and then we get Bathurst again. So the the eleventh is the uh, Remembrance Day game. Um, Drummondville, I, I don't I don't know how to take them. They've got a goaltender. Uh, they went and got uh, that guy who's played everywhere. Broussard. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of played a few games. He's 
he's playing pretty well for Drummondville, so this should be a, a good. T- I mean, he's four and one for Drummondville. We've seen them play now. Uh, what excites you about Drummondville coming in? What excites me about Drummondville? Pedal, <laughs> pedal, um, Lamaru. If he's in the lineup, but I'm pretty sure he's still hurt. A um, bunch of the guys are still hurt because um, we missed. We didn't see La- Lamaru last game. Uh, who else? What? Who? Who else didn't play that game for Drummondville? They are a couple couple stars short of a Happy Meal. Couple stars short of a galaxy. Uh, yeah, um, I remember there's Merce, Mercer. Mercer, yeah, Mercer. That's right, Riley Mercer. Yeah. Um, just going back to the schedule, see if I can find it. Uh, who did you see? Was it? There's a, yeah, but I, uh, we said it last week. Last time they were here, I said maybe they're a different looking team uh, when they come to Moncton. I I don't know if that's the case. I I don't know how healthy they are now, mm-hmm. or if there's been any any improvements into their into their lineup. I guess we'd have to look at their Drew Elliott, game. Maverick Lamour, Riley Mercer, and Justin Cote were all That's it. You know, that those are um, you know, three, four pretty important pieces. I don't know if any of them are back. Let's go back and look to a recent night. Drummondville game and see if their names show up anywhere and um you know, it's again, they're like Gatineau. They're gonna be a second half team. They're going to be a completely different team. And um, like we see here, like uh, Justin Cote. Cote's out. Lamaru's out. Riley Mercer's out. So wow. Elliot is back. Drew Elliott mm-hmm. is back. So Lane Hinckley, Justin. Oh, yeah, Justin Cote is still out. Oh, yeah, Lane Hinckley, homecoming. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. From Lutz Mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we saw Broussard. He's 4-1. and one. I don't know if they'll play Gooby. He doesn't really... Seems like as much as Moncton gets lapented, mm-hmm. uh, we kind of have good nights against against Gooby. We don't want to get Goobied. Yeah, no, we don't want to get. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get Goobied. We seem to have good nights against him, and there's just some goalies in the league that um, you have success against, and there's some that you don't. No matter what team is playing and what mm-hmm. goaltender is in the net for him, so um, probably see Philion in this one, and then Steinman. Although they haven't really been giving Steinman the backup, like they've kind of been juggling. I mean, he played against um, Baycoma, which was a little surprise. He played against Gatineau, which was a little bit of a surprise. So mm-hmm. I, I I think I'm going to assume when you hear this, Philion played against Halifax, he'll play again, and then you've got Steinman going. And, and both goalies didn't really have the greatest uh, weekend. They both gave up a few goals they'd like to have back. But um, I'm kind of excited to see Drummondville. I was, I, I'm excited to see Pedal because I didn't really – pay attention to him last year mm-hmm. and I, if you ask me how he was i was like oh, i don't know did he play like that's how much i didn't yeah. really I, I didn't really notice him because i wasn't looking for him and now you're kind of looking for him mm-hmm. no he's uh he, he's he's got some wheels you know he's um i guess that's why you call him pedal um <laughs> so it's uh <laughs> <laughs> well done <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, good, good player. Um, you know, still gonna, still gonna laugh at uh, Cape Breton for missing on know, that, missing on that, and and what they got for, I mean, Connor Short always like the big piece in that uh, coming back to Cape Breton. I mean, he's been okay, but um, no, uh, yeah, Tyler Pedals, uh, you know, probably gonna have his his name called pretty early in the 
in the draft in uh, in June or July, whenever it is, and he's a talented player. And he watch out for his uh, wrist shots because he he can he can grip it and rip it like yeah. uh, some of the best in the league. And you know if that's uh, if that's a player you want to watch, that's probably a player you want to watch. And then going into Saturday, I mean, these are the type of games where if you're going to compete in this division with Halifax, you have to beat the other four teams in the division. And they, they lost to Charlottetown right now. They're 5-2-0-1. Uh, Bathurst comes in. Uh, they had a pretty good weekend last weekend. I think they won both. So they're coming in feeling pretty good. I believe we've only played Bathurst once and lost to them. So um, this team needs to get out to a lead. Um you look at the stats when leading after one, uh, Moncton's five and two, and when leading after forty, they're five and one. So when they can get ahead, they're they can kind of close the door. Which, I mean, if we're leading after two, that means we got in a first period lead and held on in the second for most for most of the time. If they're trailing after one, they are one and two, and then trailing after forty, they're one and three. So get get out, get a lead. Yeah, no, you're right. We don't want to this weekend. We don't want to get goobied. We don't want to nope. get Bednard. Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> you know. If there's a, if there's a game plan, you, you want to be able to get on these goalies. And I think we, you know, there's there's enough in the playbook, you know, on the scouting report on on Jacob Gooby. Yeah. There's a, Kevin Broussard's been in this league long enough. Um, yeah, so Bednar's another one, kind of like Lapena. Like he's he's that big body goaltender. He doesn't need to be in perfect position every time. He he just makes saves being a big goaltender. Yeah, and he's kind of. The Lapena of the New Brunswick division. Yeah, and he's he's just not as consistent as Le, yeah, yeah as Lapena. Like yeah. Bednar just has one every two games is a you know not good. Yeah, right. So he's just um, he's almost like uh, I don't want to bring up his name here, but a certain goalie here in Moncton that's known to give up a stinker per game. Right, it's um, Bednar is kind of like the same. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's he can he he can give up a bad goal a game or two, yeah. and um, you know hopefully when it comes to Saturday night it's it, for three in, or four of them three or four of them yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready for uh, everyone's favorite part of the show? Yeah, let's do it. Eric Murray Realty buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. Might have to change that in a, in a few weeks. Um, we might, yeah. Yeah, Eric Murray uh, going for. Uh, a place on the uh, council for Maple Hills. So good luck to Eric. Um, this week is a different kind of week. We actually have two stick taps. Um, obviously, the first one, this 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 one's going to be for two weeks in a row. There's a stick tap that goes to a Wildcats employee. Um, this one is, uh, you know, J-Bone, as we call him, yep. I think. Jonathan yep. Henry, J-Bone. Um, for those who, uh, that didn't, uh, didn't hear, he went, uh, he represented Canada at the, uh, rural down syndrome swimming, uh, championships in, in Portugal, uh, wow. in, or in October won eight medals, eight. This dude is like, uh, Phelps. Yeah. Seven of them gold. This dude's like Phelps. Uh, I'm like, just, that's impressive. He second oldest swimmer there, um, ages range from you know fourteen to forty four, um, and you know he's Who's the second oldest. Yeah, second How old. old is he? He's thirty nine. Are you serious? Yeah, J Bone's thirty nine. Would have never guessed that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Would have guessed in the twenties. Yeah. Like so uh Wow. That's I mean That's unreal. Seven seven gold medals. Whew. I mean that's uh I mean that's two more wins than Saint John got last year in the postseason. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean seven gold medals compared to five postseason wins. Yeah. But uh I mean I think I'd probably I, I, think, I think I'd, I'd take, take the medals. I'd take seven gold medals yeah. over a memorial cup. Yeah. Um so yeah, big shout out to Jay Bone. Um really making his mark. I mean he's already in the already in the city of Moncton Sports Wall of Fame and you know the the credentials just keep uh keep adding on. Good for him. It's good for good for Jay Bone. I'm a little rattled by the thirty nine. Yeah. Totally thought he was like twenty eight, twenty nine. I wish I looked that good. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well he was leading us in well not us because I wasn't doing it, but he was leading the COVID uh workouts, right? Yes. For 165 I tried days or something I, like that. I couldn't keep up. No. I was burning a sweat. No. Just watching. I was yes. burning a sweat just watching. Man, I can't move like that. No. Uh, second stick tap. I Two of them. Yeah. I mentioned them earlier in the show. Uh, Morrison Family Motors for uh, hooking me up with my with my new wheels. Uh, shout out to uh, Matt and Josh over there. They have three Joshes and one Matt. Was it? Or three Matts and one Josh. Three Matts and one Josh. That's it. So if you uh, you go in there and you get Josh's name wrong, you're not doing very well. <laughs> um, you know, these guys are great. Uh, they're out on Elmwood Drive um, just before, I guess. They're be- in the old airport, between, aren't they? Between, yeah, McEwen's Airfield, yeah. Um, between the two Royal Oaks uh, entrances on the, on the right-hand side. Um, you know what? Uh, if you're in the mood for a car, and you don't want to wait the four or five months. <laughs> um, you know, go see these guys; they've got great deals. Um, you know they got, and the relative. I mean, there was a Audi A3 that I wanted to get, and it was only like thirty-five grand. I was like, hmm. so why didn't you? Ten thousand dollars over my limit. <laughs> um, Roll into an Audi A3. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> that's baller. <laughs> uh, no, they had like a they had a. Ben's pretty sure they had a Ben's F B there. You had to have taken a drive in at least one of them. Like I, I took my my Mazda for a drive. No, no, you took a Benz or the Audi. I wish I would have. You didn't take one of those. No, just to compare a no. Mazda to an Audi or a Benz. No, I, it would have been nice, but no, I didn't. I was too. Sca- I would have been too scared behind it. With it <laughs> uh, no, they got everything. Let like, Megan drive. She's got learners. What does she drive? <laughs> no, I said let her drive on the test drive. She's got oh. <laughs> let her drive the Benz. She drove the car <laughs> off the lot. How'd that work? Oh my god. <laughs> Happy birthday, that, Megan! I, I, okay. So, it's great to have you know, she's she's on the she's on the loan name. You know, she's she, it's it's equally her car. Yeah. The one thing that grinds my gears <laughs> is having to go in there every single time and to put my seat back where it's supposed to be, adjust the mirrors <laughs> again. You know, bring the steering wheel out. It's just everything is off. Like everything's different. Yeah. You know, you have to go and find your setting again, and it takes for ever to find find your when butt you get groove. in the perfect yeah when you yeah. get in the perfect setting and the perfect butt groove and then somebody drives your car yeah it is literally the worst to find. it takes forever yeah to find that and butt by the groove. time you do she's driving again yeah exactly so um but no these guys have everything from you know they've got um corollas civics uh you know G- gmc terrains they've got everything um so yeah go check them out they're they're good guys they uh they ran out of water so they gave us a beer, um so that was great and uh, yeah I've got nothing but great things to say, uh really really 
Really great experience. Highly recommend them. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. That brings us to the Wildcast Wildcat of the Week, presented by Rosemary Lynn Massage and Spa. To book an appointment, call 506-830-1224 or visit them at 1224 Mountain Road. I'm not sure the deals they have, but they probably have something if you give them a call. Uh, the Wildcast of the Wildcat of the week is a player that had a three-point uh, streak going right now. And in those three games, he's got a goal, four assists. He wasn't brought in to be the offensive guy like Kalmakoff uh, as a 20 that we acquired, but he was brought in for his 200-foot game, his two-way game, his leadership, and that's exactly what he's doing. And anytime we need a player, the team's not really going well, like the game in St. John where he got that, Herdebee's giveaway and end up putting the net. He got the first one uh, Sunday night against the Armada. Um, he's there to make it kind of settle the team down, sticking up for his teammates whenever it's needed. Uh, the Wildcast Wildcat of the week is number 79, Mr. Charles Baudouin. Um, that'll do Mr. It for, Baudouin. Mr. Baudouin. That'll do it for us this week. Uh, guys, don't forget two home games this weekend. Friday is the annual Remembrance Day game. Wear your poppies. Um, be there to that one if you're going to at least make one only one game this year. Make sure it's the Remembrance Day game. And then Saturday against uh, Bathurst at 7 p.m. as well. Pretty big deal. Next week, we've got a guest joining us. I don't think it's just for a guest spot. I think it's for the whole damn show. Um, so you're not going to want to miss You're not gonna want to miss that. Again, thanks for all the support. Don't forget, go to the YouTube for the post-game shows about a half hour after each game Friday and Saturday. That's it for us. Thanks. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.